Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, July 1st, 2020, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio broadcast, coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is, Brace Yourself, For Those Who Endure to the End Shall Be Saved. But before we get started, my friends, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and we bow down, spiritually speaking. We ask, Lord God, that the power and anointing of your Holy Spirit permeate this program from the very beginning to the very end, that everything that be said and done here today be done in the power, working, and anointing of your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. And we command in the name of Jesus Christ that every foul spirit, every hindering spirit, every spirit of lust, control, and pride, and wickedness, and demonic activity, chaos, and confusion be bound this very hour. In the name of Jesus Christ, we command that it be done, and we plead the blood of Jesus against you. You have no power and authority over this which belongs unto the Lord God. And Lord Jesus, I say thank you for taking my place upon the cross of Calvary that I may have eternal life. And Holy Spirit, once again, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, Today, for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. As we begin the show for today, I have a few things that I would like to share with you that are quite pressing and speak to the time that we now find ourselves living in here at 11.59 and split seconds, just before the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of all mankind, who is none other than Jesus Christ, in what is known as the rapture of his bride. Today, I will begin by setting the stage with a piece by Mr. Michael Schneider, dated June 28, 2020, titled, Brace Yourself, Pastor Dana 
cover stone was shown what is coming in the months ahead. And his video is spreading like wildfire, which I, my friends, will be using in part as an introduction to Pastor Dana Coverstone's video that I am just about to share with you here today. With that said, my friends, Mr. Snyder begins his piece by stating, what Pastor Dana Coverstone has been shown about the future of America is really shaking people up, and it confirms what so many other prophetic voices have been shown over the years. In Joel chapter 2, we are promised that the Lord would pour out His Spirit in the last days. Specifically, we are promised that there will be an outpouring of dreams and visions, and that is a, a precisely, he says, what we are witnessing. Right now, says Mr. Snyder, everyone is talking about Pastor Dana's video. It has gone viral on Facebook and on YouTube. And earlier today, he says, I had numerous people strongly urge me to watch it. So I watched it, he says, and I came away extremely impressed with Pastor Dana. He is very humble. He is very credible. And I believe that he is handling what the Lord has given him the right way, of which I agree with too, my friends. Everything that he was shown in these dreams, says Mr. Schneider, lines up perfectly with what the Lord has been showing other prophetic voices and the events of the first dream that he was given in December 2019 have already come to pass. With that in mind, I would take what else he was shown very seriously says Mr. Snyder, who then goes on to share, earlier today, my wife transcribed the first 12 minutes and 42 seconds of this video, of which Mr. Snyder includes in this piece. He then goes on to say, and as you read this transcription, I think that you will see why this video is spreading like wildfire. Now, my friends, at this point, instead of reading the transcribed portion of Mr. Snyder's article. I am just going to play Pastor Coverstone's video for you to hear for yourself in its entirety. Roll video, my friend. Hey, this is Dana Coverstone. I'm a pastor. I'm a husband. I'm a father. I'm a patriot. I love this country. And, uh, I can confirm the first part of what I'm about to tell you because I told some men at a prayer group uh, back in December, second or third week of December. I want to share three specific dreams that I've had recently, uh, going back to December, two that I've had this week, both both Monday and last night, Monday and Tuesday night. Because I believe, number one, they are prophetic. Uh, the first one that I had has come explicitly true based on the events of March through June. <clears throat> month in which we're living. And uh, I do not claim to be a prophet by any means. I understand, though, that some dreams and visions by their nature have a prophetic tendency to them. But I do believe I've seen things, uh, both that have happened as relevant by the first dream that I had and some things that I've seen recently. So you can take what I'm about to say with a grain of salt. You can pray about it. You can think about it. 
Uh, but I believe that I have a warning uh, for the country, a warning for rural America, a, rural, uh, a, a, a warning for America overall. But here's what happened. Back in December, I woke up, I had a dream, and in that dream, I saw a calendar starting January 2020, and it was being flipped, and I saw January, I saw February, I saw March, and when March came up, the hand held it, and I saw the fing a finger underline the month of March, and then tap it three times. So underline the month of March, tapped it three times. So to me, it was emphasis. Something's going to happen in March, and then I saw April, May, June. And when June came, the hand underlined June again and tapped it three times. Then in the vision, I saw people marching. I saw protests. I saw people wearing masks. I saw lines going into hospitals. I saw um, typical medical doctors with needles or, 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 or syringes. I saw people on ventilators. I saw people who were very, very sick, very, very ill. I saw newspaper headlines trumpeting thousands of people getting sick. I saw um, ambulances just flying down roads. I, and then I saw, I saw cities on fire. I saw buildings being burned. I saw protesters with masks. Uh, I saw people who were, had their fists in the air, people who were yelling and screaming, angry as at, just at the world. <clears throat> I saw courthouses. I saw state houses surrounded. I saw people who were mad at the world. Uh, I, saw, I saw guns, shotguns specifically put in the air, held like this. And I saw barriers within cities. Um, I told several men in my church about this, and I can confirm who those men were, and they'll confirm that what I'm telling you is what I told them. I saw absolute chaos. And the other thing I saw was vultures flying over large cities. Not just the ones that were burning, but I saw vultures flying over the cities and I saw smoke rising, and I saw, I saw people fearful. I saw people terrified. I saw people inside their homes and looking out the windows, the curtains of their windows with guns in their hands because there was absolute fear. Then I heard the words, brace yourself, brace yourself. So since December, I've been hearing those words, brace yourself, brace yourself. Um, January, February came, didn't seem too much. I reminded the men of the dream. And then in March, boom, COVID-19 hit. And things started shutting down. Churches were shut down. Business was shut down. The economy shut down. Uh, then we began to see the protests starting in, Mar in May in Minneapolis. And all those things began to go on. So where we are at the end of the primary election here in Kentucky. And now there's talk of more shutdowns. I just heard the governor uh, talk about schools opening back up and things of that nature. <coughs> But the things that I saw in a dream and vision back in December are the same things that I watched in the news almost every day since March through June. All this time I kept hearing, brace yourself, brace yourself. Um, I spend time in prayer. I spend time in the Word. I'm a pastor. And it's not just my job. It's something that I enjoy doing. I love doing. And I'm very interested in the news around the world. I read 40 newspapers a day from all around the world. I, I keep up with news uh, in other parts of the, of, of the, the nations better sometimes than I hear here because it's hard to know who to trust. But I get news from all over the world, all around the world, from both liberal and conservative sources. Um, I'm very well read. I'm very understanding of how nations work. I've uh, traveled quite a bit, and I'm not just making these things up. I can confirm what I have said. And with that in mind, on Monday night, I had another dream. 
and it woke me from my bed. I made notes about it. I shot some video of myself, just making sure I can remember. But here's what I saw. I saw a calendar. Start with a calendar. And as I was having this, the calendar was up, a white figure appeared. And it, it, to me, it was, it was a rep representing God, the Holy Spirit, something pure, something righteous, something true, something holy, because there was nothing, um, nothing sinister about it, nothing evil. But I heard the voice say, part two, part two. And I saw June go up. I saw July, I saw August, and then I saw September. And I saw the finger underneath the word September, and like, like emphasizing it, and tapped it three times. And then I saw October come up, and then I saw November. And this is when it got real to me in the dream. I think the intensity, uh, according to my Fitbit, when I woke up, my heart rate was about 180. So that was Monday night. It was also a night that I woke up not feeling very well at all. I was up during the night, not feeling well. But anyway. The minute the finger underlined November three times, instead of tapping it, I saw a fist ball up and it hit the calendar. And literally, the calendar exploded into the wall. The numbers seemed like they were 3D and they were falling, they were just flying everywhere. And there was a cloud of chaos that started. And then the next thing I saw was I saw, I saw armed protesters. I saw fighting in the streets. I saw people pummeling one another. I saw businesses shuttered and shut up. I saw, I saw schools closed. I saw schoolrooms with cobwebs hanging in them and like things like papers falling off the wall and posters falling like no one had been in them for months. I saw banks, bank buildings with the roofs being taken off. And it looked almost like alien abduction because money was just flying through the roof into some type of like a vacuum cleaner. I know it sounds kind of strange, but I was watching wealth just being taken. I saw politicians in back rooms uh, making deals with people, pat, you know, patting people on the back and, and laughing and smiling and smirking. And I saw monuments. I saw, I saw Washington, D.C. burning. I saw Washington, D.C. blazing. I saw fires everywhere. I saw people being rounded up. I saw Chinese and Russian soldiers on the ground. And Russian soldiers were telling the Chinese soldiers to go and pick up these people, round up these people, secure this quadrant, secure this area. I saw blue helmets of the UN. I saw military things taking place. I also saw no sign of President Trump. I saw no sign of leadership in Washington, D.C. But the vultures that I had seen were now like gargoyles, and they were 10 feet off the ground, 10 to 15 feet off the ground. And they were just attacking people mercilessly. I saw people hiding in their homes and garages. I saw churches being burned. I saw homes being burned. I saw absolute chaos. And the fist punch on the November of 2020 is what got my attention. And then I heard the words again, brace yourself, brace yourself, brace yourself. That has been something that I have heard for almost almost seven, well, seven months now. Starting once we get to July, it's going to be seven months. Um, and once again, I'm not claiming to be a prophet. I'm not claiming, proclaiming, you know, just, we'll see what happens in November, through November, and see if I'm right about this. But I know when I hear God's voice. I know, I know how, what God's voice sounds like to me. I know when he speaks. And I know when I have a dream that I know is him. And the things that I was seeing, I don't say this to scare people, but I say this to warn people that there are some pretty sinister things 
coming down the pike. And not just for the lost, but for God's people as well. Uh, the second dream I had last night, and it woke me up. Uh, in this dream, uh, we just had a yard sale to help fund a, a team going to, to Ecuador this next year. And we had a yard sale. And I had asked our secretary to get us some change for that, secretary, for that, for that yard sale. So in the dream that I'm having, I walk to the bank. I walk into the bank to get some change. And on the door it says there's no change available. I saw the sign, it registered in my mind, but I walked on in, and the president of the local bank was at the teller station, and she had she was going to be taking care of business. And I said, I need to get $10 and quarters for a yard sale. And she said, I'm sorry, but the U.S. Mint is no longer making currency or making change like pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, half dollars. We're not doing that anymore. And I said, well, what do you mean? She said, they've stopped doing it. And I said, well, how are we going to be able to charge $1.50 for anything? And she said, prepare for hyperinflation and just charge $2. And then she said to me in the dream, oh, and by the way, $1 and $5 bills will follow soon after that. And then I heard those words, brace yourself, brace yourself, brace yourself. And I woke up, I wrote these things down. Um, I've never gone on video and recorded the dreams that I've had. And I, I hesitated to not do the one I had back in December. But everything I saw in that dream in December came true between March and June. When In the, in, in the dream I was showed March through June. And so I don't think I would be doing um, anyone a service if I don't share what I saw in these dreams and visions. And I believe that we're going to see not just a second huge wave of COVID between September, October, November, but we're going to see major things with the elections. We're going to see major chaos in our country. We're going to see troops in our cities. We're going to see the protests get even worse. We're going to see buildings burn. We're going to see what could only lead to civil war in this country. And so for my friends that are believers, I'm, here, I'm just going to share you what, what I think you need to hear. First of all, you need to be preparing food. You need to make sure you've got alternative forms of currency like silver or gold or whatever. I believe you need to have an ample supply of both guns and ammunition. And that's not just the Second Amendment fan in me coming out. That is the things that we're seeing. Uh, they're talking about defunding the police. That means one thing. You're on your own in a lot of areas. Uh, I also believe you need to be praying like you never prayed before. Make sure your family knows what's going on, where you are. Have some, some communication between your family about if certain things happen, if certain things go down. I'm not saying get off the grid. And I've never, ever said anything like this in my church. Um, I have said I, I believe things like this could happen, but I've never done what I'm doing right now. And I'm telling you. That between September and November of this coming year, and you'll be able to check me. You know, if 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 by the time we get to November nothing's happened, or December first, man, you call you call me on this and say, Dana Coverstone, you are an absolute idiot and a fool for saying those things. Go right ahead, because I realize I'm responsible for what I've spoken, but I also know what I sense, and I know the Holy Spirit's voice enough to know that what I've heard, I believe is going to happen, and what I heard in December happened between March and June. Not because I'm a prophet, but because dreams have a prophetic edge to them sometimes. I've been doing a whole series on dreams and visions. I'm going to finish that series up tonight on my uh, at our church. 
And I'm going to talk about why dreams and visions are literally an extension of the spiritual gifts of 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Because word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discernment, all those things are required for dreams. And I pray, Lord, show me what these things mean that I have seen. Show me how to interpret them and what they are. Uh, and right now as I speak this, it is, it is June 24th, Wednesday night at 5.30 p.m. in Burksville, Kentucky. I'm in my office at the church, Livermore Ministries in Birchville, Kentucky, sharing this. Not to scare you, because I believe, you know, look, God gave the prophets of the Old Testament a lot of warnings. Not to scare people, but to prepare them for what was coming. And so I'm, I'm, I'm challenging you. Don't just throw my word away. Don't just think I'm some, some preacher trying to get people to come. That's not it either. Because look, the Bible says in the last days will be a great falling away. Jesus tells people to endure to the end. Make sure you endure to the end. Why? Because people won't endure sound doctrine. They're going to they're hear something. You know, Some are going to hear me and go, oh man, he is on drugs or something. I'm just telling you the dreams I've had. You can do with them. You can interpret them the way that you want to. But I'm going to declare that I believe we're going to see between September and November incredible, terrible, awful, nasty, bad things happen in this nation. And for the people who are not prepared for it, it's not just going to catch them catch them in a bad place. It's going to destroy a lot of faith, a lot of hearts, a lot of relationships, a lot of people. It's going to, it, the aim is to kill this nation. Because right now, we are a nation that stands in the way of a lot of the Antichrist principles like freedom, liberty, justice. First Amendment, Second Amendment, the Antichrist doesn't want those things. And yes, I do believe the Antichrist is alive and well on planet Earth. And I don't, like, I don't, I don't really care what people think about this video. You can call me whatever you want. You can say whatever you want about me. But wait till December 1st to say it. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first one to come out and say, Folks, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I ate that night. I've never had two dreams like this. I've never had a part one, part two. Part one came fully true. And part two, I believe, will as well. So, heed my words, folks. Believers... Stop messing around if you're not living for the Lord like you need to. Because the press, there, there's an olive press moment coming for the church in this country. An olive press moment. And we're going to get crushed and squeezed and pushed down. That's why I believe God keeps saying, brace yourself. He's saying this to me so I can say it to you. Brace yourself for the things that are coming. Endure till the end no matter how hard it gets. I'm not giving up the faith that I have in Christ. I've come too far in this walk and too far in my life to do that. But I want to make sure that others don't make that mistake and don't just walk away from it. Take up the cross, deny yourself, and follow Him. Thanks for listening. My friends, on that totally startling and mesmerizing note, I will be right back after the break so that we may further investigate brace yourself for those who endure to the end shall be saved make a way for make a way for make a way for the king the king is coming
hearts are filling up. Every eye is looking for you, Jesus, for the King is coming. 
And you're on your way soon, Lord Jesus. People need to get ready, get ready, get ready, be ready, and stay ready, or they're going to be left behind. Okay, now, my friends, I would like to continue here in the second half of our broadcast for today by sharing some things that have already been manifested from Pastor Coverstone's prophetic vision dreams, as given by the Lord God last week on June 22nd and June 23rd of 2020. With that said, I would like to begin with a reminder from Mr. Michael Snyder's piece just shared before the playing of Pastor Coverstone's video found in the partial transcription transcribed by Mr. Snyder's wife, which is as follows and will set the stage for what is to be shared next. This part of the transcription begins with Pastor Dana Coverstone stating, quote, the second dream I had last night, it woke me up, which my friends would have been on June 23rd, 2020. And in Mr. Snyder's piece, he conveys that he conveys the continued coverage of Pastor Coverstone's dream by stating, in this dream, says Pastor Coverstone, we just had a yard sale to help fund a team going to Ecuador this next year. We had a yard sale. I had asked our secretary to get some change for the yard sale. So in the dream that I'm having, I walk into the bank. I walk into the bank to get some change. On the door, it says there's no change available. I saw the sign and it registered in my mind. I walked in and the president of the local bank was at the teller station. She was taking care of business. And I said, "Uh, I need $10 and quarters for a yard sale. And she said, I'm sorry, but the U.S. Mint is no longer making currency or making change, like pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters, half dollars. We're not doing that anymore. He asked, he then asked my friends, well, what do you mean? She said, they stopped doing it. I said, well, how am I going to be able to charge $1.50 for anything? She said, listen up, my friends, prepare for hyperinflation and just charge $2. Then she said to me in the dream, oh, by the way, $1 and $5 bills will follow soon after that. Then I heard those words, brace yourself, brace yourself, brace yourself. Now, my friends, the first time I saw Pastor Coverstone's video was on Monday evening, June 29th, 2020. So after listening to it, I was looking at my Facebook uh, feed and I saw that someone had posted a photo of a very informal sign that they had seen at a Wells Fargo bank stating that they were experiencing a shortage of coins. So, of course, I just had to go and look on the Internet to see if this was for real, being that I just heard it prophesied in Pastor Coverstone's prophetic dream video. Then, while I was looking at all of the findings on Google that stated 
that yes, indeed, there are many places of businesses uh, posting the same type of signs for their customers to read. When lo and behold, I kid you not, another Facebook friend goes and posts something that he had witnessed himself that very morning at a gas station in Atlanta, Georgia. And in the reposting of what he had posted, this is what we both said in our postings. Me, I said, wow, things are happening at breakneck speed. Now we not only have a report of corn, coin shortages, but we have to add to that hyperinflation. Atlanta Facebook friend, at Quick Stop in Atlanta this morning, the African-American type ubiquitous ubiquitous. An Atlanta resident cashier kept telling customers if they were paying with cash, they are not giving out coin change. Uh, they're not giving coin change back due to COVID-19, but would round their purchases up to the next highest or higher dollar. And to end his short but sobering post, he added, he shorted, the customer in front of me, $5, who gave him a 20. Now, going further in this confirmation of Pastor Coverstone's prophetic dream, I then found this piece posted yesterday, June 30th, 2020, written by none other than Mr. Michael Snyder of the themostimportantnews.com, amazingly titled, is the nationwide coin shortage bringing us to being used rather is the nationwide coin shortage being used to push us towards a cashless society in which Mr. Snyder opens his report by stating the coin shortage in the US or the United States is becoming quite severe and a lot of people are deeply concerned about where this might be leading us. But if you don't run a business or deal with coins uh, on a regular basis, you may not even know that it is happening. On Monday, my wife told me that a lot of people on Facebook were talking about this nationwide coin shortage. And then on Tuesday, Ricky Scapero posted a couple of news stories about it. So I decided, says Mr. Snyder, that I better uh, start looking into this. Because, he says, if this coin shortage is going to be used to push us towards a cashless society... That makes it a really big deal. Mr. Snyder then states, what I discovered is that this coin shortage has actually been intensifying for quite a few weeks. And on June 11th, there's that 11, my friends, the Federal Reserve issued a statement in which they announced that uh, coin rationing would begin on June 15th. Consequently, effective Monday, June 15th, reserve banks and Federal Reserve coin distribution locations began allocating coin inventories to ensure a fair and 
equitable distribution of existing coin inventory to all depository institutions effective June 15, the Federal Reserve Banks and their coin distribution locations began to allocate available supplies of pennies, nickels, dimes, and quarters to depository institutions as a temporary measure. The temporary coin allocation methodology is based on historic historical order volume by coin denomination and depository institution endpoint and the current U.S. Mint production levels. Our limits are unique by coin denomination and are the same across all Federal Reserve coin distribution locations. Limits will be reviewed and potentially revised based on national receipt levels, inventories, and mint production. Mr. Snyder then states, it turns out that the rationing has been a lot uh, stricter than many people originally anticipated. One small bank in Tennessee that would normally use 400 to 500 rolls of pennies each week is now only being given 100 rolls per week. Quote, it was just a surprise, said Gay Dempsey, who runs the Bank of Lincoln County in Tennessee, when she learned of the rationing order. Nobody was expecting it. Dempsey's bank typically dispersed dispenses 400 to 500 rolls of pennies each week under the rationing order, her allotment was cut down to just 100 rolls with similar cutbacks in nickels and dimes and quarters. Continuing on, Mr. Snyder shares, businesses of all types rely on their banks to supply them with the change they need for their customers. And now many of those businesses are being forced to make major changes because of this coin shortage. In fact, he said, in fact, my friends, Mr. Snyder says, it is being reported that some businesses around the country are starting to put up signs asking their customers to either pay with exact change or with a card. First to go were the mask, then the toilet paper. Now there's a national coin shortage. The 7-Eleven on Oakwood Avenue has a sign asking customers to pay in exact change or by card. According to the First News Now Facebook, several residents across Tioga County, Pennsylvania, mentioned that there's a coin shortage throughout the area. Some businesses like Lowe's in Mansfield, Pennsylvania, have posted signs in their stores to inform their customers before they check out with their purchases. Mr. Snyder continues by sharing, and I was stunned to hear that cash had been temporarily banned at all uh, major self-checkout lanes. Cash temporary Cash temporarily won't be accepted at all major uh, self-checkout lanes due to a national shortage of coins. Customers who want to pay with bills will have to visit major's staffed checkout lanes for the time being. 
According to a company statement, the change is in effect at most of Grand Rapids-based retail giants, 250 super centers. Mr. Uh, Snyder then says, hopefully, this coin shortage will start to subside once this coronavirus pandemic begins to fade. But right now, he says, there are no indications that this pandemic is going to fade anytime soon. He says, the mainstream media keeps telling us that the pandemic is getting worse and the numbers uh, of new cases being reported around the world has been, uh, has been surging in recent weeks. He continues by stating, from the very beginning of this pandemic, we have been told that using cash is potentially dangerous because it could possibly spread the virus. Following comes from an article by Claudio Grass. Even in the early stages of the pandemic, when essentially nothing was concretely known about the virus itself or its transmission, the seeds of new fears were already planted by sensational media reports and fear-mongering political and institutional figures. The insidious idea that you can catch COVID through cash might have been prematurely spread, but it did stick in the mind in the and it did stick in most people's minds, he says. This is, of course, un- understandable given the extremely high levels of uncertainty and anxiety in the general public. Waiting to or wanting to eliminate potential threats was a natural uh, instinct, and so was the urge to take back at least some control over our lives after they'd been suddenly thrown into utter chaos in the wake of the global economic freeze. Another factor that concretely, he says, helped the shift away from physical cash was an entirely practical one. Given the lockdown measures and the new social distancing uh, directives, that were enforced all over the world, it became difficult to use cash, even if you really wanted to or had no other means of transaction, as in the case for billions of people. With physical stores being forced to shut down and with more and more online shops offering contactless delivery, either as a choice or as a service requirement, the need for cash very quickly gave way to digital payments. Mr. Snyder moves to end this piece by stating, of course, central banks all over the globe have been encouraging the use of digital payments for a very long time. And so this pandemic has given them a golden opportunity to accelerate that agenda. He further states that here in the here in the U.S., they there has always been a lot of uh, resistance to the idea of a cashless system. But some countries in Europe, such as Sweden, of which my friends I have reported on many times to you, have almost entirely done away with cash at this point. And China, he says, is shifting 
in the direction of a cashless society at a pace that is breathtaking. He shares that a lot of people like the speed and efficiency of cashless payments, but what people need to understand is that a system that is entirely cashless would allow governments and financial institutions to monitor us, track us, and control us like never before. Mr. Snyder ends his very insightful piece by stating, it has often been said that cash means freedom. And the total abolish, uh, uh, abolition of Physical cash would be a major blow to everyone that still loves liberty. In addition, he shares, unfortunately, the entire world has been steadily moving in a cashless direction for many years, and this pandemic has given opponents of cash a window of opportunity to push us down that road even faster. Wow, my friends, speaking of a cashless society, I had not seen this piece until late last night. Posted by team writer Brittany Hambleton uh, Humble for the HardySoul.com, dated June 23rd, 2020, titled, Say Goodbye to Cashiers. Walmart store switches to self-checkout only, of which Ms. Hamilton begins by thusly stating, self-checkout machines have been appearing in seemingly every store across the country, whether you're in the local grocer, hardware, or at McDonald's. You can choose between the traditional cashier model or do it yourself. She further states, the retail giant Walmart, however, may be moving towards, time to listen up, my friends, a future where customers have the choice made for them. Starting in Fayetteville, Arkansas, she says, the company is experimenting with a self-checkout only model. And if things go well, they could have the rest of their locations switch to the same model. She states, Concerning the Walmart stuff, check out that a Walmart in Fayetteville, Arkansas is offering only self-checkout machines as a test for the company. Instead of cashiers, there will be self-checkout hosts at the front of the store to assist customers or even to check out customers' groceries if they prefer. If this experiment is successful, the company says it will put the same setup in place in other stores across the country. They did not give a timeline as to when they when this would happen, but that the timing will depend on several factors, including input from the employees and customers. Walmart representatives say that they want this process to be as easy as possible for both customers and associates. Next, cost saving for the retailers is discussed by the writer when it is said that self-checkout machines have become popular in many retailers across the country for one reason, cost savings. Having customers do the work that would normally be done by a paid employee cuts down 
overhead cost. For example, a report from the Information Technology and Innovation Foundation found that the cost to check out someone at the airport at a staff desk is about $3. When a customer uses an electronic terminal, the cost drops to down to just 14 cents. This savings, however, is often not passed on to the customer. Advocates of self-checkout machines also argue that they may that many customers enjoy the privacy and autonomy uh, that they provide. Krista Forrest, a senior Christina Forrest, a senior uh, project manager for uh, the company which makes self-checkout machines says that some people like to be in control of what's going on and have a more private experience quote so if i'm going in and buying something that's maybe a personal item i um item she says i might prefer to buy it on my own without help next the writer of the piece examines the backlash against self-checkout machines when she shares Despite the increasing prevalence of self-checkout machines, there is a growing number of people who are opposed to them. Some customers are being getting are beginning to resent doing unpaid work. She says that Craig Lambert, author of Shadow Work, The Unpaid Unseen Jobs That Fill Your Day, says that today we are doing a lot of work that used to be done uh, for us by someone else. Quote, you may choose to do it. Some people think it saves them time, gets them out of the gas station quicker, but there is a price to be paid, he says. The writer then states, many customers find that the automated machines the many customers find the automated machines difficult to use and they often have a have to ask for help there is typically only one or two workers presiding over sometimes a half a dozen or more machines so customers end up taking longer to buy their groceries than they would have otherwise quote you have a thing of floss and you're uh, you've already put it on the baggage area and it's not reading and then you're going uh, sir sir uh, madam madam uh, i need help says one customer others are concerned about putting cashiers out of work the cashiers need their jobs said one customer lastly the writer tackles the question of a cashier free future when the, she states While it is likely that self-checkout machines are not going away, we are probably not going to lose cashiers altogether, at least not yet. Many customers prefer using a cashier, and even if self-checkout machines save the retailers some money, most retailers won't be willing to risk unhappy patrons. As for Walmart, the future of their cash-out system will depend on Fayetteville, Arkansas. If, that, if the experiment goes well, it may not be long before we see cashiers dis- disappearing from Walmart counters altogether. Okay, now that 
my friends, now on that jarring note, my friends, I would like to end this day with a couple of reminders from Pastor Dana's Dana Cornerstone or Coverstone's uh, prophetic dream video, which begins with Pastor Coverstone stating, "I have never gone on video and record and recorded the dreams that I have had, and I hesitated to not do the one I had back in December, but." Everything I saw in that dream in December came true between March and June. When in the dream, I was shown March through June. He continues by saying, I don't think I would be doing anyone a service if I did not show what I saw in these dreams and visions. He then states further, I believe that we are going to see, not just going to see, a second huge wave of COVID between September, October, and November. He says, we're going to see major things with this election. We're going to see major chaos in our cities. We are going to see troops in our cities. We are going to see protests, protests, get even worse. We're going to see buildings burn. We are going to see that which can only lead to civil war in this country. And so for my friends, he says that are believers, I'm just going to show that what I think you need to hear. First of all, you need to prepare food. Remember the stores, my friends, during March and April? And even some parts of May, how desolate they were, heed his call in this case. Make sure, he says, you've got alternative forms of currency like silver or gold or whatever. Just before going on to say, I believe you need to have an ample supply of both guns and ammunition. He says, that's not just a Second Amendment fan coming out uh, of me coming out. That is the things we're seeing. They're talking about defending the police. That means one thing, you're on your own in lots of, play, in lots of areas. Pastor Coverstone adds, I also believe you need to be praying like you've never prayed before. Make sure your family knows what's going on, where you are. Have some sort of communication between your family about if certain things happen, if certain things go down. He says, I'm not saying get off the grid, and I've never, ever, and I've never, ever, he said, anything like this in my church. I have said I believe that this could happen, but I've never done what I'm doing right now. I'm telling you that between September and November of this coming year, meaning this fall, my friends. He's made that quite clear. And by the time we get to the November, and by the time we get to November and nothing has happened, he says, man, you call, you call me on this and say, you are an absolute idiot and a fool for saying those things, which I don't believe anybody will be doing, my friends. He says, go right ahead. And then he goes on to say, I realize I'm responsible for what I've spoken. I also know what I sense 
and I know the Holy Spirit's voice enough to know what I have heard. And I can identify with what he's saying there, my friends. I do too. He said, I believe it is going to happen. What I heard in December happened between March and June. Mr. Snyder then chimes in at this point and says that translation ended at 12 minutes and 42 seconds in the video. Mr. Snyder then goes on to share that a couple of days after initially posting his video, Pastor Dana uh, detailed the overwhelming response that he has been getting to that video on Facebook. Mr. Snyder ends this piece by stating, of which I, my friends, 100% fully agree with, when he says, this is one of the most important videos that I have ever seen in a long time. He says, and I encourage everyone to share it as widely as you can. Mr. Schneider brings this piece to a close by stating, I believe that the reason why God is giving his people so many dreams and visions right now is because he wants us to sound the alarm. Time is short, and we only have a limited amount of time to share these things with others. This is so true, my friends. This is so very true. In the last six months, or shall we say in the first six months of the year 2020 or 2020, the year of the unknown, there has been a huge shift in everything upon the face of this planet called Earth. There has been a shift in family, friends, work, school, medical treatment, violence, not to mention in both the spirit of man and in that of the dark foreboding spirit that has now settled down over not only the USA, but the entire world at large. My friends, today is the day of salvation, for eternity is now knocking at the door of every man, woman, and child's heart. Soon the Lord Jesus Christ will have come and gone in the rapture. And the time of the tyrannical open rule and reign of the Antichrist beast and false prophet will commence. With the much talked about as of late mandatory taking of the mark of the beast which is to come in the time known as the time of great tribulation, which will envelop the entire world at large and will be simultaneously set at the very same time as the time of Jacob's trouble, which concerns the Jewish people. My friends, if you are left behind at the rapture, after hearing this message from the Lord, because you did not surrender your heart to him and to his one and only begotten son, who is none other than the Lord Jesus Christ, by asking him to forgive you of your sins and begin to walk with him in a personal relationship and then seek the Lord God for the indwelling power, working and anointing of his Holy Spirit, as we are commanded to do as believers by the Lord Jesus Christ himself, as seen in Acts chapter 1, verses 1 through 8, as well as by others seen 
in other places, such as Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 4, and Acts chapter 19, verses 1 through 6. There are only a few outcomes for you on the other side of the rapture. First, whether you are a Gentile or a Jew, you will have heard, whether you are a Gentile or a Jew, if you have heard and understood this message in your heart and spirit, in the fact that it means that Jesus Christ is the only Savior of the world and the only way unto eternal life, and you reject God's gift of eternal life, which, he, which has been paid for in full by the precious and holy shed blood accomplished by the work done upon the cross of Calvary, by his one and only begotten Son, who there again is none other than Jesus Christ, you, my friend, on the other side of the rapture, will be first in line with all other unrepentant sinners for the mark of the beast, which at the time of taking will doom your soul to the lake of fire for all eternity. My friends, today is the day of salvation, says the word of God. Do not, do not, my friends, die or be left behind in the rapture because the Lord says that the wages of sin are death. And if you're not ready when either you take your last breath or the Lord Jesus Christ appears in the eastern sky for his bride, which is coming imminently, you will be left behind to find yourself eternally banished to the lake of fire that burns with fire and brimstone for all eternity. My friends, it is a very serious time. What you do with this message is up to you. I just want to close with a short prayer. Lord God, right now, I pray that anybody and everybody within the hearing of my voice today will also, through it, receive the pricking of the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit, that there's an urgency, that we're at the end of time as we have known it, and soon and very soon, the church age will be over and the time of grace will as well be over. And the Lord Jesus Christ will arrive in the rapture and then the time of the Antichrist will pursue until the Lord Jesus Christ with us in tow, who left in the rapture, return again in his second coming to cast the Antichrist beast and false prophet into the lake of fire alive and all those that are upon the earth who rejected the Lord Jesus Christ will be by the word of the Lord Jesus Christ's mouth taken out and will forever reside in the lake of fire. And the Jewish people will then begin the thousand-year reign of the Lord Jesus Christ as he sets up his kingdom for their time to love him, to know him, and to also make their decision in the end as where they will spend eternity just before the time of the great white throne judgment that will begin eternity for us all. In Jesus' precious and holy name, we pray, amen and amen. With that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee.
The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. Shalom and blessings until we meet again. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us, and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world, take your Bible off the shelf, read the book of Revelations for yourself. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?